Hi, my name is Nicole Williams, and today I'm going to discuss some challenges and success of the Latter-day Saints. When I started my research for this podcast, I knew nothing about Mormons except an observed stereotype of two young white males normally together riding bicycles going door to door wearing white collar shirts, ties, and dark colored slacks. Well, was I in for a treat? Here's the information that I found out. Latter-day Saints was founded by Joseph Smith in 1820. He was a 14-year-old and he had a vision where God told him that all the current Christian churches were all wrong. Now, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints identifies as Christian where Jesus Christ is their purpose for living. The Mormons believe that they are the restored true church in which only they possess the complete gospel of Jesus Christ. They're known for their leadership, racist teaching, and gender politics. One of the more prominent success of historic Mormon living is the termination or the abomination um, of polygamy within the marriages. They, you know, finally acknowledged that that was not the way of living and decided to put that aside. So, I'm going to address the elephant in the room. How can a religious denomination who identify as Christians teach racism? Hemming and Selah identified a scripture in the Book of Mormon that I believe is the root claim of their racism. The scripture is two Nephi or chapter five verses twenty one through twenty five. It's understood to mean that the Negroes or blacks were a product of God's curse for their sins. He, meaning God, caused their skin to be darkened and declared that if anyone were to breed with them, they would be cursed along with their children. The authors proffered that Nephi spoke this way due to enduring trauma from his brothers and the resentment he held for them. This was felt in his words, thus taken out of context by attributing Laman's, which is Nephi's brother, um, his sins and maladaptive behaviors to that of skin color because after their evil doings, their skin started to get dark. This curse of dark skin on black people is believed 
by Mormons and Protestants to be based upon the story of Cain who murdered his brother Abel. Now that's in the Holy Bible. Thus distinguishing them from God's covenant people. So I know I'm thinking, well, wasn't the earth and the people destroyed in the flood when Noah built the ark? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. I thought so too. Meaning, you know, Noah started a new life lineage when he had those two by two people come on the ark with him. Well, the Mormons believe that the curse was extended to Noah's son, Ham. Thus, blacks are to serve and be in bondage to white people for a lifetime. Harris explains how years of patriarchal blessings were denied because of this lineage that could not be declared for Negroes because of the curse and being a lineage of Cain. However, a small exception was made for them to receive the blessings of Abraham, but not to hold a priesthood position. Blacks could be adopted into the house of Israel. That's, I guess, one step towards redemption. In 1913, Booker T. Washington made an appearance in Utah to address the Negro problem and the Mormon problem together. His mission was to help the blacks and the Mormons to, you know, be aware of their usefulness and to ex to be accepted and respected. In 1978, the apostles proclaimed that blacks could now be adopted into the house of Israel. So I guess all of that work that Booker T did for two years before he was, you know, died, it, it, it helped a little bit. Um... But theologically, it means that the blacks are equal because of their baptism, purging their Negro blood, thus warranting them the blessings of Abraham by receiving the Holy Ghost. So now everyone is a blood recipient of Israel, either by blood or adoption. In the 1980s, the general authorities of the Latter-day Saints provided a directive on how to deal with black lineage, stating that blacks could receive the promises of blessings as a seed of ham, but that it was it. You know, they couldn't go any further just you know a lineage of greater couldn't be applied 
And, you know, that's, I think that that is kind of like a step back because, okay, you accept that blacks can be a part of the Mormons and have these blessings, but you say, no, you can't take on this priesthood. Like you are not allowed to lead us because they believe that blacks are supposed to be servants. In the United Kingdom, as a Black Latter-day Saints, they were declared lineage of Ham. Even after the change was made, lifting the priesthood restrictions. So that shows that some of the Latter-day Saint churches were being resistant to the change. In 1994, the assignment to the lineage of Ephraim was given to black members in South Africa as a church policy. Okay, so I did a little research and I found out that Ephraim is one of the 12 tribes of Israel. So that means that it makes them worthy of these blessings. Continuing on into the 20th century, the Mormon leaders self-appointed themselves as heirs of Ephraim, the favorite son of Joseph, who is also the great-grandson of the patriarch Abraham, declaring themselves that Ephraim's descendants would be a vital part in the restoration of the church. So, although the Mormons declared blacks could be adopted into the House of Israel, um, it still does not solve the unanswered questions of whether or not blacks were or still is the cursed race. And it's not just the blacks. They believe that there are specific race that are inferior to them. The Latinos, the women, they have difficulties um, assimilating to how the white Mormons are stay-at-home moms, you know, because that's not their culture. Their culture is to be working and, you know, close to their family and stuff. And then there's also the issue with the homosexuals. They're not so welcoming of the homosexuality in the church. Um it's almost frowned upon as as if they were black before 1978. So 
you know, before all these things were lifted. This information is very good to know because you'll be able to understand both roles. The indigenous person and then you have the Mormon. Um, the Mormon's way of thinking, these are learned behaviors. So you can't place complete fault upon them because this is what they were taught. Now, once they were taught something different and chose to remain the same, then you have to understand or try to figure out or help them figure out what their thought process is. And it's, it's change is something that's not going to take a day. Awesome. I mean, that's something that we see that happened with this. Um, it started, took many years for the change to even come about. And even now it's still not 100%. Um, even in the workplace, you can kind of understand as far as, you know, behavior wise, how people would treat you or, you know, the things that they do, things that they say, just by knowing their cultural background. Um, some of the questions or a main question that I would like to know is, you know, what kind of impact did the Mormon teachings have on the leaders that were directed to make these changes? I know this had to be a good, um, what's the word? A good thing where they have to like deep, do some soul searching and it's conflicting with what they believe to make these changes because of what they've been going through for, you know, what they've taught for so long. And now they have to make these changes. What is the long-term impact on these Mormon teachings of racial um, racism and of the polygamy and how they disband the homosexuals and how women are treated they're belittled almost like they don't really have a place what are those impact on the individuals for the long term you know what is that impact that would be the main question that i would like to know um so once again here, I've learned a little bit. I actually, I've learned a lot about Mormons that I didn't know anything before. Um, how it started by with a 14-year-old 
with a vision carried on for several years and now there's a change where blacks are now and people of color are accepted there's and there've been five priesthood to date that were of color so that's hope that means there's hope for more I can't wait to find out what more I can learn about the Latter-day Saints and I'll be looking for questions and comments from you. Thank you. Bye.